Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Standing up for what's right. This is The Roy Green Show. Very traumatic uh, since uh, since we heard first thing just uh, shortly after supper tonight. The community has been hit very hard. Uh, you know, when you have a number of young young hockey players involved in a serious accident like this, um, it's a very very sad day for us for our city. There is the mayor of uh, Humboldt, Saskatchewan. There isn't anybody in this country who has not been affected and deeply affected by the crash that took place yesterday, which uh, cost so many lives. I find it difficult to just talk about this, you know. It's, you think about the kids. And uh, getting on a bus and going to, um, to a playoff game. Kids, young men. And they're excited, as all young men are when they're involved in a competition that matters. And then the unthinkable happens. And uh, 14 members of the, uh, of the group that was on that bus have lost their lives. And I understand the team captain is one of them. I, I don't want to go too far ahead of myself in what we say about, um, about the news. Things are developing. And at the top of the next hour, we'll be taking, we'll be carrying on the Chorus Radio Network. We'll be carrying the... Uh, the live news news um, conference. This is this is so 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 difficult because is there anybody in this country who has not waved goodbye to a son or a daughter who've been going to a to a game to a sporting event, who may have been going to camp, who may have been just getting into somebody's vehicle and and heading off. And you never think of the unthinkable. And it very rarely happens, but when it does, the impact is totally devastating. Joining me on the radio show is a man who knows a great deal about this. Sheldon Kennedy was a member of the Swift Current Broncos in 1986. When when that team was involved, their bus was involved in in a horrific crash in which four players lost their lives. Sheldon, thank you very much for taking the time to, uh, to talk to us. What were the emotions that you felt when you first heard the news about uh, about the Humboldt hockey team? Well, I I think Roy just listening to your opening there. I mean, I think that uh, you know that it summed it up well. I I you know I think uh, you know I, I know I've sent my daughter off on you know on a bus and and uh, to travel with a basketball team, and you see them traveling all over and. 
and uh, you know it's um, in the back of my my mind. It's always I hope they say I'm hope that I hope that she's safe and the team is safe and you know and then something like this happens. But I immediately when I heard about this, um, you know my thoughts went to everybody that were that was directly involved anybody that was you know the parents that were trying to get the information of trying to find out whether it was uh you know who who was involved what happened trying to piece this together the billet families trying to piece this together uh the players that survived this that were you know taken away from the accident trying to understand uh you know who was okay who wasn't okay we look at the first responders that responded to this whether they're citizens that showed up on the scene um or the first responders uh, uh, you know the the healthcare workers, the police, the the EMS, uh, Stars Ambulance, and then the 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 people at the hospitals. I mean, this I remember, and I've ran into people across this country that uh, responded and that were responded to our accident uh, for the first time, and and uh, 20 years later they still carry that pain with them. And I just, you know, I think Roy, it's uh, that's where I was. That's where my head is. That's where it. You know, it seems to be. I was, I was, I kind of went to that scene of what it must have been like on the highway. So, what lies ahead uh, then for the survivors and for the community of Humboldt, uh, where you played as a junior? You played against uh, against Humboldt. Um, well, I mean, you know, I, I am from a small town, uh, uh, right on the border of Manitoba, Saskatchewan, and uh, you know, I lived and played my junior hockey in Swift Current, so I know, I know the circumstance very well. I know. Um, you know, uh, the situation these kids are in, I mean, they're, none of them, I think are from there. And, um, but, you know, I think Roy, like, you know, talking with Peter Soberlock and Bob Wilkie and, you know, uh, one of the Kruger brothers yesterday, just reflecting and, and, you know, we, it all impacted us. Uh, you know, I think with the surviving players and the surviving people, there's that survivor's guilt, Right. If I just did this, I, I might have saved this guy's life. And if I just did yeah. that, I might have saved this guy's life. And I think, you know, what we know today that we didn't know 30 years ago is that, you know, this impact and the impact of trauma on the mental well-being and uh, vicarious trauma on, on those that have that have been hurt by, you know, a horrific accident like this is real. And the and the scars from this uh, last a long time and they're deep. But we also know that there is a way to get through this. And I think when you look at the resiliency of the, the, the individuals in these communities uh, in Saskatchewan and the Humboldt, so the, you know, they are going to pull together. And I think that, you know, that is the healing process. It's, we were in contact with the mayor's office here earlier today, and it was, you know, what can we do? And, you know, and, uh, you know, we'll be heading out there tomorrow. There's going to be three of us that were on the bus in Swift Current. We're going to head out there tomorrow and uh, we're just going to show up. You know, we want to be able to try to uh, do whatever it is. If it's make sandwiches for people as they're, as they're getting work done or if it's taking people and driving people, whatever it is, I think it's important that we show up and, and just do what we can do to help that community right now. Absolutely. And you spoke with teammates, uh, quite a few teammates who were on that bus in 86, right? Yeah, I did. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, you know, there's going to be three of us head out there. Uh, we're waiting on one guy to fly into, into Calgary here tonight. He's coming in, uh, tonight. And then, uh, um, uh, we're going to head out there in the morning, but uh, I know they have a vigil there tomorrow night. And, you know, to me, it's just, it's just going to support. I think, I think we can relate. Um, I think we can, we can relate to, uh, 
what they're going through. And, uh, and I think it's important that we're there. I, I know when we talked to the mayor's uh, uh, assistant, uh, they were grateful that, uh, you know, I think they're looking for that type of support. And, and I think that was the first thing that came to our minds, Roy, is how can we help? What can mm-hmm. we do? Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't think sometimes, I mean, in my, you know, the, what I know about this stuff is that uh, sometimes you just got to show up and, uh, you know, and your help will will find its own way. It'll find its own path. And that's what we're going to do. It's interesting as well how involved Canadians are. It speaks again to the generosity of the people of this country who step up when a community requires their assistance. And there's, again, the common denominator of having experienced sending your kids out to play sports or go to summer camp and seeing them go happy and then having them come home happy, even happier, which is which is really the scenario that we all expect. And uh, the GoFundMe page was set up, uh, funds for the Humboldt Broncos. I understand uh, that was over $100,000 uh, a couple of hours ago. So Canadians are, in fact, stepping up and trying to make themselves part of this and trying to help and provide emotional sustenance to the community. I received an email particularly from one lady who said she's been crying since she heard the news because she's from Saskatchewan and she knows what those teams mean to the small communities. She said the emotional fabric of a small community is often built around a hockey team like the Humboldt Broncos. Well, I mean, that's, uh, she's, she, she nailed it. I mean, you know, whether, whether you're a hockey fan or not, I mean, if you look at all the businesses that support to have those teams there, you look at, you know, anybody that's teaches in that, you know, in the schools and the connection that these kids have with the billet families in those communities. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, one way or another, whether, you know, whether you're, uh, you know, a hockey fan or not, you're, you're connected and, and they're the heartbeat. I mean, look at, look at where, where did the, the mayor went to the rink? He gets to the rink and that's where everybody else gathered. People were sitting in the rink, you know, uh, mourning the loss of mourning the tragedy that happened on the highway and uh you know that's the gathering point not just for the humboldt broncos but for all the minor hockey teams across across saskatchewan across the prairie provinces and i think across this country i mean it's a gathering point for people it's a place where they go and i think you know it's um and i think you know with that lady's letter i mean I, i i've been asked a lot today roy about you know how can people give and i think you know if we look at if we look at you know, if we look at the families and the community that that have had this tragic loss, there's many people in this country that have lost a loved one, a son or daughter, maybe a different way, but they've but they have found ways to cope. They've found ways to live their life with that loss, and I think it's going to be important that we hear from those people that uh, can give support and hope and you know and talk about what they did and and things that might have worked for them um that you know can come through letters or through emails or whatever because you know i think that a lot of these families are going to be scrambling and struggling to find ways to let go of the of the trauma that they've been impacted with because of the loss of you know uh so many people and that's why it's important that you and your fellow teammates from 86 will be in Humboldt tomorrow because people will be looking to you and your teammates for uh, support, for a sense of, you know, the, the, eventually we're going to be able to, I don't know if you ever live with it, but we'll be able to, we'll be able to get on with our lives. Today it's, today it's so raw and so painful that I think that when you guys are there tomorrow that it will matter a great deal to the people in Humboldt. 
Well, we're, we, I mean, it's, uh, we just feel it's so important and we just need to show up and I don't know what that's going to look like, but, uh, I don't really care what it looks like. I think we just need to go. And, and like I said before, um, you know, if anything, I think, you know, whether it's visits with those surviving kids in the hospitals, uh, you know, be there for the, for the ceremony with the, you know, with the, you know, with the, the, the town, uh, whatever it might be, um, we're just going to show up and do what we can do because that's what we remember people did for us. Sheldon, thank you so much for taking the time. Your voice is extremely important today. The whole country's looking to you and, and your teammates from 86 for, for help. And uh, you're providing it. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us. Yeah, thanks, Roy. Sheldon Kennedy on the Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. Next hour, we'll carry the news conference from Saskatchewan. And um, some of our questions will, will be answered. But there are going to be questions for a long period of time. And there will be survivor guilt. That's what uh, Sheldon talked about. And I, and I know that for the first responders who, who attend terrible situations, they have such tremendous respect for these people because they just give and give and give and give. And I'm sure that was the situation with the first responders yesterday. Um, paramedics, police, fire, they're, they're wonderful people. I want to go to the, uh, to the phones when we come back. At 800-263-2428, 1-800-263-2428. Because what I, when I said earlier, what is more Canadian than getting out on the road for a hockey game in the wintertime? What's more Canadian than that, particularly small-town Canada? You know, parents get up at 4 o'clock in the morning, and you know how it goes. Get up at 4, you get out of the house by 5 or 5.30, you drive a couple of hours, to, to the rink, you're at the, uh, you're at the game, and, and you drive home, and you do it again and again and again, year after year, and it's a tremendous bonding experience. Who's not waved goodbye to kids on a team bus or a camp van? My number is 800-263-2428, 1-800-263-2428. What are you feeling? I have to tell you, when I was uh, getting ready to go on the air, I'm, I'm usually a pretty calm guy before I go into the studio. I was anything but calm today. Because it's such a, it's such a, a gaping wound and it, there are so many questions and you just want to be able to make it not so, but it is. You're a hockey parent, coach, anywhere in Canada, 800-263-2428. Um, let me take a break before I lose it here. 800-263-2428. Anybody in this country, what are you feeling today after that horrific and, and, and so deadly crash that stole the lives of, of precious people? Precious young people, 800-263-2428, we'll come back.